This episode of our podcast is brought to you by Doolaban Insurance. If you live in Ontario, Canada, and are looking for the best price and coverage for your Tesla, give Doolaban a call at 1-855-385-4226 or visit their website at doolabaninsurance.com slash Tesla. Good evening, everyone. Well, it's evening for us, but wherever you happen to be watching the podcast, it's the Tesla Owners Online Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Page, and joining me this evening are my hosts, Ian Pavelko, below me, and Ian, or no, that's Eric over there. How's everybody doing? What a great start. You've all spoken wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could start over again if you want, but hey, I'm, I'm committed now. Hey, look, we have a special guest, Raj, from hey, the Tesla everyone. Raj YouTube channel is joining us tonight. Um, Raj is going to fill us in on some y, Model Y stuff a little bit later. want to get some of the news over with a little bit because, um, you know, there's been this thing going around a little bit because uh, down in California, the uh, Alameda uh, County Sheriff's Office, in conjunction with the county health order, um, has been asking a lot of uh, businesses, non-essential businesses, as they quote it, to uh, to actually shut down. And uh, they had asked Tesla, and then there was some confusion going back and forth as to whether they were a uh, essential business or not. So I have I have a tweet here that they put out. And this was a couple of days ago on March 17th. So they uh, said that Tesla is not an essential business as defined in the Alameda County Health Order. Tesla can maintain minimum basic operations per the Alameda County Health Order. And then uh, nothing happened for a couple of days. Well, Tesla just announced today on their investor relations site. I will bring it up for the guys who want to read it here. Um, they said, in the past few days, we've met with uh, local, state, and federal officials. We followed and are continuing to follow all legal directions and safety guidelines with respect to the operations of our facilities, yada, yada. And basically, here's the three things that really matter here. So they've decided... Uh, to, ter- to temporarily suspend production at the Fremont factory from the end of the day, March 23rd, which will allow for an orderly shutdown. They say that basic operations will continue in order to support our vehicle and energy service operations and charging infrastructure as directed by the local, state, and federal authorities. Our factory in New York will uh, temporarily suspend production as well, except for those parts and supplies necessary for service infrastructure and so on and so forth. Um, They also say that in many locations, we are in the process of implementing, in quotes, touchless deliveries, so customers can continue to take delivery of their vehicle in a seamless and safe safe manner. Uh, They go on to say, you know, uh, reiterating that they have unique over-the-air software updates to help people out. And lastly, the paragraph that uh, is important to a lot of investor-type people, they say that our cash position at the end of Q4 2019 was $6.3 billion before a recent 2.3 capital raise. So good timing on that part. And they say that they believe that this level of liquidity is sufficient to uh, successfully navigate an extended period of uncertainty. At the end of Q4 2019, we had available credit lines worth approximately $3 billion, including working capital lines for all of the different regions, as well as financing for the expansion of our Shanghai factory. So Tesla's in good shape. They are complying with the law as they should. And um, yeah, so Q1, everybody's going to be asking what Q1 numbers are going to be like. Q1 is typically softest quarter throughout the year because, you know, Christmas and all the other stuff. So, and I don't think Model Y deliveries will really make any kind of impact at this point because we're still very early in the rant. So what do you guys think? This is a good thing, bad thing? Overblown? Well, um, overall, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I think that the number one priority of any company nowadays, including the ones that maybe we work for, ought to be um, their employees' protection. Um, you know, I think it's imperative in this day and age that we adhere to authorities if they're telling us to stay home, uh, whether it's self-quarantine or, you know, uh, shelter in place or whatever the uh, the 
the the ask is of our uh, authoritarian figures. Um, I, I understand the pushback Tesla wanted to do. Uh, no one really wants to be told you have to not work. You want to obviously continue paying your employees. You want to be able to continue producing your your goods, whatever it might be, offering services, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a very it's a very interesting time that we're in. Uh, so not to make it political, it's obviously tough for some companies to to have to fight uh, in courts and things like that. Everything right now is changing. Everything is sort of on a holding pattern. Uh, when you're seeing sport leagues essentially cancel their seasons, uh, when you're seeing um, college students have to not have their spring tournaments, uh, their winter tournaments, things like that, it's, it's a different time that we're in now. And we don't yet know how long this is going to go. So yeah, you know, it's going to obviously affect... You know their numbers for Q1, maybe Q2. For all we know, into Q4, we I mean, we just there's so much uncertainty going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in all seriousness, I think this is the right decision. I know again they fought it for a couple of days, but I think I think the right decision was the end result here, which is yeah, you should go home and stay home if you can. Yeah, if you're following the stock, um, it was down below uh, today. under 400 it's, as yeah, of today. Under 400, but it has recovered. At the last check before we started the podcast, it was upwards of 427. So um, there's my quality control engineer over there just getting into my junk. <laughs> Did yeah, it have those, those you guys? Yeah, yeah, upwards of 420. For those of you who don't understand that reference, if you're not watching the video, my cat's jumping on my camera equipment behind me. So yeah, anyways, they got to do what they got to do. Um, let's go to uh, Twitter here because there's some other stuff that's uh, popped up. <clears throat> So it appears that uh, Elon is prepared to help out the government if they need ventilators. So, uh, yeah, I took to Twitter today. Um, Elon said, we will make ventilators if there is a shortage. And there were some um, other, other discussions going on here. He says, uh, my guess is that the panic will cause more harm than the virus, but that's uh, happened already. Anyways, uh, Elon has been taken to Twitter a little bit lately and discussing the whole you know virus situation. But um, anyways, he did say that Tesla makes cars with sophisticated HVAC systems. SpaceX makes spacecraft with life support systems. Ventilators are not difficult, but cannot be produced instantly. So um, he further added later on in a subsequent tweet, he says, which hospitals have these shortages so you can speak of right now? So it looks like uh, it's the cave thing all over again where uh, Elon can actually... Uh, uh, muster up some of his engineers. I mean, you know, work from home, whatever the case may be, and develop some things. So I don't know. We'll see how far this goes. But um, so far, as far as I understand, the government hasn't come knocking. So that and that on its own is troublesome. Um, I think if, if there's one thing that I we learned from the 1940s when America went to war, everyone was all in on doing what it took to get. Um, rations to build machines to do what it took to obviously to win the war right um to me this is more of a biological war that we're dealing with right now uh you know the race is on to find the right vaccine to find the right treatments to get people uh you know the right care in the hospitals uh we're seeing a shortage of ppes we're seeing a shortage of ventilators um while it's no it's novel for them to want to create uh this process now of be able to convert their auto factory into building uh respiratory devices ideally it'd be great if the government stepped forward and said no we're going to give the funding to those companies who can make this who know how to do this there's no changing anything it's just giving them what they need to to get it done um so it's it's tough i mean we try not to be political on the show uh but this is one of those odd times where you're seeing the two worlds sort of overlap 
Uh, and I'm glad that Elon finally came forward and said, okay, we'll, we'll help however we can. And, and mind you, they're not the only ones. Fiat, General Motors, I mean, others are certainly doing the same thing uh, in Detroit. Uh, but that being said, uh, to ask them to do that is okay. I mean, if they want to do it, that's good. They're stepping forward. But even the government isn't saying, yeah, we want to leverage that help. You're offering it. We want to take it. Like there's, there's that massive gap between the two. And that I hope changes uh, by the time this podcast launches uh, on Friday. Well, it originally came about because it was the mayor of New York City, uh, Bill de Blasio. He reached out to mm-hmm. Elon and, you know, for a cry of help. He says, our county is facing a drastic shortage and we need ventilators ASAP. Uh, we'll need thousands in this city for over the next few weeks. We're getting them as fast as we can, but we could use your help. Uh, we're reaching out to you directly. And that's what instigated mm-hmm. the whole, you know, the Twitter thing with Elon. So it's nice to see you stepping up with the industry. Um, you know, to go back to what you said before, you know, the Second World War situation, and basically they stopped car production and they started making mm-hmm. everything else. So, yeah, I mean, people are not going to be bringing cars right now. So obviously they got to do something else. So Yeah, I think for I think for some people, too, it's the idea that they can't, like the the war, I think, was a more tangible thing. Uh, in the 1940s, oh, yeah, I, people sure. people can sort of see the gravity of it. I think there's a lot of people around the world that still don't fully yet understand just how significant and how important it is uh, of what we're dealing with right now. Um, you know, there was videos that went viral on social media, especially from uh, CBS News, where they had some videos of spring breakers here in South Florida oh. just kind of partying it up, right? And, you know, their rationale is, you know, if I get sick, I get sick. And I'm like, and yeah, but younger people are getting sick now at a higher rate because they're not being quarantined. Uh, and so, you know, the hope is that they're all okay, but heaven forbid they go somewhere where they have to get hospitalized and that hospital just doesn't have enough equipment. Uh, you know, so this, this it's it hasn't hit home with everyone just yet, but I, yeah. I, I, hope, I hope that mindset changes in very short order. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on this before we move on? We want to get to the Model Y stuff, so we got to get through the news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, someone had to ask uh, Elon on Twitter, are you going to stream Battery Day? Elon said, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, we still don't have a date as to when this will happen. It could be in the next couple of months. It could be delayed. Who knows at this point? Um, you know, Tesla has a history of uh, streaming their uh, releases. and their. In- I mean, last year when they did the... Um, the autonomy day that was back in April, Easter to be exact, uh, that was streamed. So uh, it, it this comes to no surprise as far as I'm concerned. But for those of you who are asking, uh, they will definitely stream that. Speaking of which, um, even Apple, for example, um, announced that their Worldwide Developers Conference, which is held in June, is going to be a stream-only event. So they're taking that pretty seriously. That's usually held in San Jose. So that, um, yeah, so... We're seeing a lot more of that stuff. My wife has been working from home, and uh, they're doing, you know, virtual conferences, WebEx, and all the other stuff. So, All right, some more information. Our good friend uh, Michael Bodner from the Tesla Tunity got Elon's attention this week. I'm sure Elon owes him a new phone. <laughs> um, Michael went on to Twitter and asked, Hey, Elon, can anything be done via software to show the health of the 12-volt battery over time and provide better warning of its eventual failure? And Elon responded, Yes. Um, subsequently, after that, there was another tweet by John at a Tesla owner's Silicon Valley group. Can we review sentry mode videos in the car off the USB drive? And Elon replied, says, we will discuss with the team. So some good information coming out. Now, Michael, I know it came about because his wife's um, uh, 12-volt battery in her car uh, died prematurely. And, of course, there's no warning in many cases. Sometimes you get, you know, the little notice that says, check your val- uh, um, 
uh, your battery situation, but in his case, it was DOA. So um, yeah, we'll look for that. Um, I don't know how useful it will be for everybody, but the 12-volt thing seems to pop up once in a while for some people. I think the sentry mode thing is kind of important, though, too, because people have been asking about that for so long. Um, what he means by we'll discuss with the team, possibilities, timing, who knows with Elon. So at least it's on his radar again. So oh, yeah. where it sits in the uh, priority queue, who knows. Um, Raj, you still using your roadie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like you're not really accessing it all the time. So, not. you know, it's just kind of like one of those things where, you know, it's just when you need it, I know it's there. I just mainly just, just look at is the red dot there or not? Is it recording? As long as it's recording, I'm good. When I need it, I know I can just easily pull it up and access it. But I think this will be really cool if it can be done. I took it as I need to check with my team to see if it's something that's doable. Mm -hmm. um, and so if it is, great. I'm sure to, I'm sure he'll implement it. I, I don't um, see any technical inability not to do this. I think it's a priority thing at this point. True. Right. We can already see videos and Netflix and YouTube. I mean, they have HTML5 views, uh, viewers now. Uh, on So just point it at an internal thing. And, and, you know, I think at this point, it's how much of an interface are they going to build over this thing? So. Right. But the fact, I mean, the fact that they're looking into it is. Uh, yeah. Is I mean, if, if it's going to be, you know, like a web browser without a, a window on it, maybe it's just pointing to the local drive and it's reading it right off of there. Yeah. Listen, if there's any uh, Tesla engineers, uh, Elon, who's listening to the podcast, uh, go talk to Nate McComb. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he, has, uh, he has some pretty good stuff going on over there. He's actually Definitely. working on a new version of his uh, Sentry Mode Viewer um, that will uh, do track mode stuff for those of us with uh, Performance Model 3s. Tesla so Cam. Yeah, the Tesla Cam software that he's working oh, on. Oh, so. by the way... Um, for, here's a little tidbit that we learned is uh, when I made my when I made that video with um, Wade on on the new uh, track mode v2 uh, with him one of the things that we were looking for was this the new video uh, from it and there was no new video we couldn't find it anywhere well it's not actually recording new video it's just recording the stats in an Excel file so it's kind of like you now have to transcode that Excel file. And mm. I mean, so I was just looking for, I thought, you know, like if you ever seen GoPro, they will overlay, you know, like your speed and all that stuff yeah. over it. I thought, I thought the Tesla would do it and it yeah. didn't. So yeah, that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, I think there's going to be some, I mean, like I said, it's the second version of track mode and, you know, it's not, won't be the last, they'll add some more stuff. I mean, oh, the ability sure. to be able to correlate the video with the timestamps in, I mean, I haven't looked at the CSV file that they generate, but to be able to do some kind of burn overlay or an option to do that, that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You know, how much are they going to tax yep. a computer to do that? It'd be kind of interesting. But, um, oh, speaking of which, because um, one of my sources popped up, I think it was on Tuesday. And uh, said that the Model Y, and this fits in with the Model Y stuff we'll talk about a little bit later, but I thought I'd let everybody know they're using a new TPMS sensor that works on Bluetooth. So That's 100% confirmed. Yeah. It is, yeah. eh? Yeah. Uh, I know. The wheel guy is upset. Says. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Just when we had it working so good. Yeah. So. Source says, source spot. Oh. Sorry, you. All right. All right. A couple more tweets here, and then we can move on. We want to hear about Model Y, and that's why we brought Mr. Raj on board here. All right. Next tweet comes from Brandy Spears. Got Elon's attention on Twitter. Elon, can we get an open all command or the close alls command? Uh, but it would be great with an open as well. And Elon said, sure. Now, referring to the Windows 
command um, on your phone to be able to uh, open or close all the windows. So look for that in a future update as to when. I don't know. I'm still waiting for my goat mode so I can make goat sounds as I move around. So, yeah. Uh, totally deprioritized. Here. Yes, exactly. That's so bad. <laughs> Uh, all right, for those of you who are, um, let's see here, what do we got here? Well, let's talk about Gigafactory 4, because I just got a video. I'll play a little bit of here. You guys won't be able to see it, but our viewers will be able to see it here. Oh, Gigafactory 4 is moving along. They have started leveling. Uh, this comes from a Tesla, a Tesla kit, Grundhein, uh YouTube channel, so credit goes to them. Uh, flying his drone over the Gigafactory 4 in uh, Berlin, and they are leveling the ground now at this point. So it looks like they pulled out most of the tree stumps and things are moving along. So anyways, I'll put a link down in the video in the uh, podcast description. You guys can check out his video and see what's going on. Again, this was published um, on the 14th. So it's already three days old. So they move pretty fast. And last but not least, uh, FYI, for those of you getting a Model Y, if you want, the Model Y key fob, which is also the same thing as the Model 3, is available on the Tesla website for 150 bucks. So there you go. That's the Tesla news. Um, things are a little quiet, but that's okay because now we're going to talk about Model Y because, you know, the car started, uh, deliveries on Friday of this past week. Today's Thursday. So almost a week ago. And, uh, again, we don't really know how many cars have actually delivered and they've, but they've have certainly started deliveries. Uh, Brian from I1 Tesla took delivery of his today in, uh, in Raleigh and our good friend, uh, Kyle Connor went along for him. So expect to see some, uh, some videos out of that. Um, but Raj, you had an early access to one of the cars, one of the very first ones delivered in Fremont, did you not? Yes, uh, yes, we did. Um, I was actually a member of the uh, Silicon Valley Club, um, so went out there to to meet up with him. Um, and he took delivery on what was that Saturday, a very mm -hmm. rainy Saturday here in Fremont. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rainy. Um, By the way, yeah, the link just... to the, the link to Raj's video will be in the podcast and the uh, video description. So if you guys want to check it out help yourself yeah. i do recommend you see it he learned from from this guy he brought a tape measure with him so <laughs> thank you Roger. yes for doing that. tape measure was very important well i knew that that was like the number one thing people wanted to know is like you know of course what's the clearance what's the headroom what's the space because yeah it's a plumped up three um but yeah it was um it was it was pretty cool the fremont guys said that that was the second one that they had delivered they actually had delivered one friday um, so I don't know whose Fridays was, but, um, you know, but this was uh, Saturday at around like three o'clock. They uh, they made this delivery. And so we actually they invited us along. So we went in through the garage. It was kind of, you know, the garage treatment and actually walking through the garage. Of course, my eyes are wandering. Um, when I picked up my three, it was very early on. This was uh, March of 2018. You walk into this garage and there were just these red carpets on left and right and a car was sitting on each one with the lights focused on each one. So it was just very one of those, like it would have been an amazing shot, but no cameras were allowed. Um, and very quickly after that, when three started just surging, yeah, forget about that. It was just like, find your car in the parking lot, yeah, <laughs> take it and go. Um, so this kind of felt very nostalgic to that. Um, it was just like right at the bay and just looking through everything. It looks a lot more fine-tuned. Was this at the factory? Yeah. When you say the garage, is it the two garage doors behind the... No, no. So no deliveries at the factory. This is actually the Fremont Delivery Center. Okay, so there's a the delivery yeah, center. Okay. separate delivery center. Right. Um, yeah, so it was... I mean, it was... Uh, it looked a lot better than the early threes that came out. So we'll call out that because um, this was the gentleman's first Tesla uh, that he had ever bought, owned, driven in. So, you know, he kind of was like, Raj, would you, 
you know, do the honors of walking around, making sure everything looks good. And I was like, well, yeah, how cool. nitpicky do you want to be? Because I can get really nitpicky. Well, speaking of which, before we get into the nitty gritty details, my first question, because we will take, well, we asked for some questions. Yeah. We're, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Fit and finish. Fit and finish was a lot better than um, early Model 3s. Okay. However, I feel that they're just a smidge below current Model 3s. Um, so a couple, couple things here and there. I think obviously these are the first ones off the line. And more particularly, you'll find uh, stuff around where um, some of the newer, uh, like the way the trunk closes and the way it aligns up. So you'll find it there. Um, but everything else seems, and it's, it was really minor. Like, I mean, you gotta be really looking for stuff. Uh, everything else just looked great. Okay. That's good. Now, all wheel drive performance, which one? Those are the only two. Performance. That make right now. Yeah. Performance. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen an all wheel drive because I want to measure the ground clearance of the all wheel drive because the performance does sit a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably a quarter inch. It's probably not much. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So the all performance, uh, Uber turbines, you know, beautiful red calibers. The the wheels looked awesome. I think they looked really, So speaking really, really of good. which, of the Uber turbines, um, and I'm, <laughs> this is the guy that should be asking the questions about <laughs> wheels, but <laughs> those are Uber, Uber, Uber turbines. Uh, solid aluminum, they, it's not a it's not a, a an aero cover, right? No, it's not an aero cover for sure. Um, I don't know if they're solid. I actually did not knock on them. Next time I see it, I will. <laughs> Judge, uh, judging from the exterior appearance, I, they appear to be entirely cast aluminum. Okay. And I mean, these I'm, the I'm wheels that, that were, but, yeah. yeah, and these were the wheels that were on the red static Model 3. These were the design that yes. Tesla had put on the original Model 3 static buck, if you will. It was a non-drivable yeah. model on the stage. Yeah. And everybody's like, are you bringing that to market? And things went silent for a while, and here they are. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so they'll put I, them on the Model Y. I had no doubt they were going to turn up because they put a design patent out on those. They when patent those all three design. Yeah, all three wheels did. have design yeah. patents on so them. So it was only a matter of time, yeah. Cool. Well, it's nice to see that. Yeah. Um, so why don't you tell the audience um, some of the extra things that, uh, I mean, listen, the Model Y is anecdotally 75% Model 3 parts. Yep. I mean, it's a bigger, chubbier uh, Model 3, it's an SUV-based... I mean, w what they did with that was very smart. You take the Model 3, don't play around with it too much, although there are some changes, we'll, we'll get into that, um, and make an SUV or CUV variant of it for the market because North America was still, you know, nuts about those things. Um, tell, tell the audience what things that you found in the Model Y that you appreciate as being different because the yeah. interior is the same, largely. Yeah. But um, what do you... So let us... So I'll say this as being, and, and some of the stuff I filmed today, so there'll be in some more details in Ooh, upcoming videos. There's a part two coming, is there? There's Ooh. part two, part three, oh, maybe cool. a part four. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, just, just some more things that I thought people could appreciate and, and learn a lot more for. Um, but, you know, like you said, uh, Trevor, when you're sitting in the front, it feels, feels and three. looks exactly like a three. I mean, there's, other than a wireless charger, you know, whoopty i could put one in my three um yeah. but other than that it's exactly the same what i did want to measure and i didn't get a chance to was uh that wood dash um and see how long it was whether it's actually longer or shorter than the three yeah that but... was yeah i'm, I'm actually surprised because that was one of the things i was going to measure is things like the dash 
um, how wide is it? So is the exterior dimensions of the car really in the body or is it everything's been scaled up? And I think to answer that question is, I think it's in the body because when I got in the rear seats, um, three adults in the rear seats feels very similar to the three. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. And, and what's funny is it's, it's still, it's a different seat that they're using. So you can tell that because the center seat where the armrest comes down is wider. It's a wider armrest than what you get in the three. Mm -hmm. So, um, but then what I really appreciated about it is obviously the single pane of glass, right? Oh, that yeah, was amazing. awesome. I hate that crossbar that's there. I mean, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's not, I, I'm being, you know, very, you know, spoiled here, but it, it looks amazing without having any disruption to the glass back there. Just being able to see it all. Um, I think that was one that's really good. That increases your headroom because you'll see the A-pillars come down lower. And by having just a plane of glass, you've got, you know, a couple more inches above your head, allowing for people that are taller. Um, leg room in the rear was awesome and really nice. Um, I just also, I really like just having in my old age I, I like just being able to get down out of the car and not have to like pull myself out of the car so this one you know the three is a great i love my three but it is a sportier car it feels sportier it feels nimbler um and this one feels like an suv not a full size but it feels like my wife's rav4 where you're just you're a little bit higher you feel like you can feel that you're driving around this like a little bit chunkier car yeah. um it just doesn't feel like right around the corner um, and then, of course, I love the room in the trunk. Like that is yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, if if you're if you've got you know if you're lugging around a lot, you're picking up people at the airport, you've got kids, um, it's going to come very very handy. And what people don't understand is that trunk space. Sure, could you find that in an ice car? Yeah, probably. But then you've got the frunk. Then you've got the sub trunk. So I was able to put four. Uh, let's see, four five, six, seven carry-on suitcases in the Model Y, I challenge anyone to do that in a nice vehicle. You can't do it. So, yeah, um, yeah th those were the some of the some of the key highlights that I just found were like, that really convinced me. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. So front seats, Model 3 seats, just everything's on risers? Yep, everything's right. on a, I think it was a, uh, God, the measurement's in the video, but um, but yeah, it's very clear. You can see the risers. I mean, yeah, carpet covered. It's risers. funny, yeah, it's just, just rised up, same seat, just rised yeah, up. Yeah, that's one thing I remember when I was at the Model Y event last year, um, getting in the car is one of the things I noticed is that, oh yeah, they're using Model 3 seats, they just put them on, on risers. Yeah. Um, similar to what they did for the uh, for the Model S and the Model X, it's no different. The risers are actually built into the seats rather than being part of the body. That, that, that looks a little odd. I mean, if you go back and look at your video, the risers come out of the body of the car. Yeah. And then the seat rails are on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a little weird looking. It, it is. It, it almost looks like, okay, just pull this off and you have these like big things <laughs> underneath. And I don't know. Um, the other big thing that was really, I thought was really cool. Get close to the mic it, there, Raj. You know, well, another thing that I thought was really cool that I don't think um, it wasn't actually communicated was the... Um, uh, the reclinable rear seats. I was just about to ask. So I thought that was a nice touch, a nice add-on. Not a lot of cars have that. Um, but just being able to, you know, you're in the rear, you just kind of want to kick back a little bit. And then it really highlights then the glass, right? Just now you get to recline back and look up at it. 
it's definitely a nice feature. So is the recline option notched in the sense that there's one, two, three positions, or is it just yeah. infinite? You just kind of set it wherever you want, or? Uh, there's three notches. Um, it's 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 and it's done by weight. So when you press the lever, if there's no one sitting in the chair, it's going to fold forward. Um, so you kind of have to like push back a little bit. It'll go one, push back a little bit, it'll go two, push back a little bit, it'll go three. Okay. Um, but yeah, just just a little little things. The the nice touch on the back um, on the driver's side in the trunk area with the two buttons that you can pull to actually fold the yeah, seats down. That that's was, cool. That's very a very, very nice just, option. Yeah, a little a little handy features like that, like not going super outside of the box and crazy. Taking the mm -hmm. three. Thinking about things in the, you know, the more I got to look at it again, like I said, I looked at it again today. And the more I got to look at it, the more I started to appreciate that it didn't really need a whole lot changed. Um, but where they focus and made the changes actually makes sense. And I, and I like what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, rear seat is three cuts. It's not a 60-40. So it's one, two, three positions. Right. It's 60-40 in how they're attached, but they all three can fold down independently. Yeah. The one thing that it caught me in the video was, I and I was a little disappointed thinking, you know, Tesla being such good engineers, I is know. the ball that sticks oh. out on the sides and you can't fold it in. I was like, oh, there's so a fail. Bad. It's yeah, so bad. That was bad. a bit of I a mean, fail on that one. I get it. You may, actually, no, I take that back because there are times where you go to Ikea, we've all been to Ikea and you get that box that's thin and narrow. But when I call, when I talk about narrow, it's probably narrow where it fits perfectly in there. That bar is going to jack you up. Yeah. I get it. You're not doing that all the time, but mm -hmm. it's just, that bar was just yeah, completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, it looks fixed. It doesn't fold. What were you thinking? Yeah. Um, hmm. And what's weird about the mechanics of the seats are... There's a little bit of uh, of mechanical, and then there's a little bit of that it's not completely motorized. So it's a mechanical latch, but it's not a motorized seat. Yes. Uh, the Model so... X rear seats are exactly the same way. Um, oh, okay. The switches are right beside the headrest. So you push it once, mm -hmm. and it flips the headrest down. And you press it a second time, then it releases the seat. And it makes that tss, tss, makes the same soil, makes the Got same it. sound. Right. Yeah, and the rear seats are ridiculously heavy. Yeah. I don't know why, but they are just ridiculously heavy. So when you go to pull that rear seat back up, I'm like straining a muscle. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know what's what that is because of, but God. I'd, I'd throw a theory out there. It's because of the way they're anchoring the centerpiece in order for it to pass crash testing. Um, they probably have to yes. have a lot of reinforcing in the structure so that it can support the joint between the three seats and, you know, have enough torsion. Yeah. That's what me and the owner were talking about today is that I was like, man, these seats, every time I fold it up, it's just really heavy. Like, it's just not as easy to just flick up. And I said, you know, it's probably reinforcement for safety. Bing time. Like, yeah, that's, you're probably right. That's that's a reasonable assumption. So, um, right. So tell us about the rear sub trunk and the front trunk situation with those uh, with this car. Yeah. So rear sub trunk, deep, big. Um, it almost seems like there are these like little uh, corner pieces so that it looks like you could almost make, divide the sub trunk into two subs inside the sub trunk if you put like a um, like a plank there <laughs> that just kind of holds on the edges. Um, but you saw in there, I uh, was able to fit a carry-on perfectly. Um, same with the front. The front could hold a carry-on perfectly, fit yeah. nicely in there. Nice, now, nice the touch using the Tesla one. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, <laughs> I have one like and I love so, it. so many people pinged me afterwards through email, through comments. I was like, 
where did you get that luggage? Yeah, and it was, I was a like, referral well, prize. Yeah, it was an old school referral prize. Yeah. You'd probably yeah. find it on Next eBay. to my friend Justin who sent me his. He says, you want it? I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but what's interesting about the frunk is that the frunk is lower than where the hood lands. So you've got this gap. It's, it's hard to tell. You kind of have to really look at it at an angle, but there's a gap. And that's why there's this plastic um, piece, like this donut we're calling it, yeah. built onto the bottom of the frunk lid. So yeah. when that comes down and it lands where it needs to land, that ring seals off the frunk. Okay. Um, otherwise, you know, I think with the other frunks, the hood is landing right on the frunk. So mm -hmm. it's it's kind of creating that enclosure. And I think here it was a, it was a decent enough gap where they thought, well, we don't want things to fly out of here. Well, we don't want sense. water to may, maybe go inside. So let's just put this. So that donut that you're piece. speaking of, is it yeah. hard plastic? Is it's it, a hard or plastic. Is it hard plastic? Okay. So there's no seal on that. The seals on the front trunk, like yes. on the model three, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now uh, I just want to go back and ask, I'm guys ask questions. I, I've got all these things. <laughs> you know, my brain is spinning right here. Um, the Model Y, on account of it being a little wider, I think what's going on here is when you talk about the sub trunk in the in the rear, because a lot of people mention that that there's pockets on both sides. Like on the Model Three, you got the pocket on the left, but there's nothing on the right, mainly because that's where the subwoofer is. Um, so I think they probably rearranged some of the components in the car to give us that extra space, but that that's a rail. That's one of the rails that they use, the, the crash rails, and they've carpeted it and give you that extra pocket space back there. 12-volt um, outlets, another one in the back, yes? Yes, another one in the back. Um, and here's a little tidbit because you just mentioned it. Mm -hmm. The sub is still located at the back right. Okay, so they managed to find a little more room. Yeah, so when you look back there, and this is in one of the videos, so I'm giving away some some tidbits. Uh, there's a <laughs> grill on the right and the left. Uh, if you look into the grill on the right, uh -huh. um, if you look in there, you can see the Tesla logo on the subwoofer, um, and it's right it's right back there. So okay. um, you'd have to probably do some more take apart to see if it's a different size or or whatnot, but it's there. Yeah. Okay. Actually, there's the first question I can think of. Did you listen to the sound system? And if so, did you notice any difference between that and the three? <sighs> Nothing really initially. However, the customer's vehicle had an issue with the sub where it was cutting in and out. Oh. Um, so does need to get that uh, okay. taken a look at. So couldn't really evaluate it perfectly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me think here. What else? Center console looks all the same. There are some slight differences in the center console. The two rear USB ports that are facing the passengers is now USB-C. Yep. And I heard that, unfortunately, I don't have a USB-C um, amp measuring tool. Uh, uh, right need... to f yeah, with voltage. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wanted to get one of those, and I haven't had a chance to get one. Um, but... Uh, from last I heard was that it supports uh, power delivery. So okay. that's interesting. But I just wanted to see, well, you know, what's the max out of there? Could I? Well, USB-C can carry more voltage. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. Oh, by the way, um, by the way, the front USB ports um, in the center console where your, you know, your devices plug in. So mm -hmm. on, on the Model 3, it's two USB-As, those little rectangular ones. Now yeah. on the Model Y... USB-A on the right for the passenger, and on the left, it's USB-C. Yes, that's correct. So our friends at Jetta have told me that they are going to be working on a new USB 
uh, hub specifically for the Model Y that will have that arrangement that will work on there. Uh, they didn't give me a timeline or anything like that for those. So for those of you looking at a Model Y and want some of the Jetta products, USB-C hub or the USB hub is coming. Obviously, you don't need a charging pad from them because you know the Model yeah. Y comes with a charging pad. Um, I think we kind of speculated this on the last show that that's something that's going to show up in the cars eventually. I think probably on the higher end cars, maybe it makes sense. I mean, it's yeah. such a it's such a little like tidbit. Just, it's a nice to have, not have to worry about it. Just throw it down and it starts charging. Um, but yeah, the, the Jetta guys are, are on top of their stuff. As soon as I saw yeah. it, I was like, oh yeah, these guys will be able what, to make one advantage quick. of the Jetta compared to the one that Tesla's supplying the Model Y is the Jetta one has horizontal charging too, so yes, you can flip your phone around. So if you if you like that, well, there's your option, right? As far yeah, as that's concerned. Yeah. Um, otherwise, center console rest. Uh, the little center doors, console rest. Same, right? Everything's exactly the same. Still have that little pocket underneath the 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 middle armrest. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? So this one had the reuse a lot of parts. Yeah, yeah. This one had the aluminum pedals. Oh, here's something. Um, and I didn't get to test this because it was during the day, um, so I didn't want to put it out there as I didn't think it was true. But I'm starting to see a couple rumors about this. Um, and Trevor, maybe you can um, validate this. On your three, does your side mirrors auto dim? They're electrochromic, yes. So you have a ring around the perimeter mm-hmm. of the side mirrors, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The Model Y does not have that. Yeah, there's there's some talk going around right now that Tesla's eliminated it on the recent threes. So it might yeah, have threes and Ys, yeah. Yeah, threes on the Ys now, which is saddening to me because that's one of the best features Absolutely. of the car. I love that. Mm. Mm. I'll confirm that. It? My neighbor's literally taking delivery of his car on Monday. He's getting an SR Plus. So I'll be looking for that to see yeah. if uh, it trickled. I wanted to I wanted to talk about it, but I was just like I wasn't hundred percent sure. Well, and we I were kinda like trying to look at the side of the mirror and i'm like well i see cables in there but maybe those cables are for something else but it didn't have the ring right all of those yeah. have to have that ring around the sure. the mirror so uh-huh. okay do you believe that the uh with the, with the front seats on risers uh that someone who's of a shorter stature would be uncomfortable like if uh, or gonna be as comfortable you would think um, no, I think they would be just as comfortable because the seat goes pretty low and it goes really high, <laughs> really <laughs> high. Like I went high. If you go high and forward, you're going to smash your knees into the dashboard. Like that's how mm-hmm. free the range of motion of these seats is insane. Like that's... just moving forward and backwards. It just, yeah, it's crazy. Create lots of movement in the seats. Yeah. I mean, when you put the seat down, I mean, cause I was sleeping in Ian's car when we did our trip. Yeah. I mean, that thing goes right down. It touches the back seat. I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost mm-hmm. like a recliner, so it's pretty good that way. Um, yeah. There was something that came to mind here, and I almost forgot. Oh, I know what it is. The mirrors are slightly different in the Model Y. A little bit bigger. They are. They're larger. A lot taller, yeah. That's why I took the And they're the not held on with clips. They're magnets, just like the Model X is. Oh, wait. Are you talking about sun visors? or The sun visors. Oh, the sun visors. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, because I'm thinking the, the side mirrors are, in side fact, mirrors larger. Are oh, the side mirrors? Threes. Yeah, like they're two. probably a little larger. Yeah. <laughs> they're larger. Yep. Yeah, I'm talking about the sun visors. Yes. Sun visors are held on with magnets now instead of the little clippy yeah. thing. I wonder how many broken clips they saw to make the choice to go magnet. Uh, I don't know. Because it's not a huge I, thing. It's I've like, never well, had that problem. I'm not that violent with my sun visors. <laughs> Well, I did have one of my sun visors replaced in the Model X because um, under certain conditions, it would, no matter what I did. Um, now, for those of you who don't know on the Model X, it has these really skinny, basically useless sun yeah. visors. Mm-hmm. And they're held on, they're, they're, 
they're mounted onto the A-pillar. So on the left, you pull them out like this in front of you rather than pulling them down. And right. they're held on with a magnet that retracts. So it just pops out and it goes where the camera housing is, you know, for the autopilot. Uh, anyway, so I could make a long story short, um, under certain circumstances when you're driving, if the magnet didn't retract properly and stuff, it would just rattle and it drove me crazy. So they replaced that. It was never a problem after the after that. Um, I haven't seen the mirror, uh, the sun visors in, in the Model Y. Can you tell if it's the same thing? It pops out like that or no. is it just, no? It's not. It's literally like, if you imagine the latch was like this, Yeah. now just imagine they just cut it. Okay. <laughs> so it's, so it's right. just like a, a little narrow channel that just goes. Our apologies okay. for oh, our nice. podcast That's listeners, how unhelpful oh. this is. Yes, I'm <laughs> okay, sorry. Think of, okay, think of a claw. <laughs> think of a, a hawk claw frontwards and backwards. And if I didn't then chop off the claw. So it's like it's missing the phalanges. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it just snaps off. I can't. I can't. I, just, I can't anymore. So it's, 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 you're saying it's like a ditch. I'm trying to paint a picture. <laughs> The, yeah. it's, it's like a ditch. Well, and you're throwing a log and, into the ditch. Yeah, and that's why it's I log. That it was like log. Uh, that's why I looked at. I was like, was this it's really log. necessary? And then I just thought, well, maybe it broke a lot. Maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. Well, Tesla doesn't do things just for the sake of doing it. They're always trying to make improvements. And obviously, yeah. if uh, um, you know, if they have a lot of warranty issues with something, uh, yeah. then they will look at alternatives. I just haven't figured out why they're still doing the stupid glossy black center console. Oh, God, that is the worst. I mean, oh. if there was one thing you could have learned was don't do glossy black. Just mat Listen, you matted out the where the chrome used to be, so why didn't you just mat out the center? Look, they got black trim. It's a step in the right direction. Here, here's, here's the thing I've learned about Tesla owners <laughs> in the entire time before I was an owner and then became an owner and now doing the show with the people, with the fine <laughs> folks like you guys. It doesn't matter what Tesla will do. A large swath of people will be like, Listen, Tesla, that's amazing. That is an amazing car. Let me give you 48 things you did wrong. <laughs> um, and in a large part, I think in fairness to Tesla, there's a lot of things that we don't know, right? The global supply chain, who are their suppliers, what parts are available. Oh, yeah. um, you know, things could certainly change. Pricing plays a lot of that. Um, you know, they may say, hey, we've, we've redesigned this part of the car, but then that's going to affect how we design this other things. So we got to get new suppliers for that. I mean, all in all, when I first saw the vehicle, I'm like, that looks like an amazing Model 3 that's on steroids, right? We, we've we always raved about what it looked like when it was debuted last year. We, we're now seeing production models on the roads. Uh, even that before that, the prototypes were like, look at those wheels. Look at the black trim. Oh, my God. You know, So they've done a lot of improvements. But with every iteration of the cars they design, the next thing to come out has lessons learned from the prior vehicle that they yep. then implement this one. We knew the Model 3 was, by and large, the most perfect vehicle they built after SNX, they learned their lessons in that and now they've taken what they've learned from model three and integrated that into the model y so it's it's almost like with every kid that they bear uh another thing is going to come out that's going to be even better wait, like wait till the roadster comes out i can't imagine the number of people on forums and and blogs and all this other stuff complaining going listen that roadster is amazing but for the price of that car you'd think they actually put in blankety blank like can you guys it's yeah, just it's crazy everybody's crazy, an but no. engineer yeah. Listen, but, Eric, how many kids are you going to have to have to learn to create lockable latches for your seats? Fine Lab has aligned protective coatings that were engineered to protect your Tesla's paint, leather, carpet, plastic, and wheels, effectively blocking all those UV rays and environmental factors before they ever get to ruin your brand new baby. 
FineLab offers a complete line of car care products and ceramic coatings for both the do-it-yourselfer and professional detailers. Did we mention we also have the world's first self-healing coating? Check us out at FineLab.com, that's spelled F-E-Y-N-L-A-B, to see the science behind the self-healing. Check out our product catalog and click contact us for a free quote from a certified installer in your area. FineLab and Tesla, we were meant for each other. Uh, with the way you describe it, uh, I'm not sure I can ever reach that number. <laughs> S, X, 3, Y, like, come on. What about the grab well, handles? Everybody know, wants grab handles, too. <laughs> but you know what, though? Still it's no different handles. than when Apple decides to start taking things away that become so mainstream. And people are like, what are you doing? And then now we look back and they're going, yeah, they knew what they were doing. I, you know, it's... <laughs> It's, it's called being but, courageous. And, <laughs> but for the record, Microsoft uh, and other companies who have devices that are reliant on disks, like, hey, you want to have this program? We're going to put it on 19 little floppy disks, right? So you still need to have a floppy drive. But mm -hmm. then Apple realized, but cloud-based solutions were the future. Having no drives on your machine other than your hard drive was going to be the new thing. And so they went forward with that notion, ahead of the curve, ahead of the trend, and now the most predominant market for technology are Apple devices. I mean, it, sometimes you have to be the leader in that despite it's breaking the norm because you need to be different. And, you know, through yeah. hell or high water, Tesla will sometimes go, guys, that's cute. Yeah. We're a technology company. We're going to do things a little bit differently. Yeah. So, uh, but I agree. Some some amenities, some, you know, f some now, comfort features would be nice. I'll, I'll give them this. Because there is a mechanical latch, if they can somehow figure out a way to, when the car locks, that that mechanical latch locks, all right, now you have my attention. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. so two other things I want to mention. First, the one, uh, first one is, um, please stop calling this a Chrome delete. And it's not a Chrome delete if there's no Chrome there to begin <laughs> yes. with. It's, yes, it's right. a black trim. I think the whole Chrome thing or elimination of the bright work is uh, is an indication that Tesla is moving along with the times. If you look at a high end. Uh, Mercedes, Audi, BMW, um, they're all going with black trim now. Like, there's not a lot of chrome anymore. Um, so chrome is, and I've said this many times before, chrome is a fashion item. It comes and goes. In the 50s, it was great. In the 80s, it disappeared. In the 90s, it started to come back. Now it's going out of fashion again. Model Y, um, along with the Roadster, because if, if you look at the Roadster, it has no chrome on it as well. So the Model Y is the first mass production car that Tesla's building that doesn't have this chrome thing. And uh, I'm going to put some money on the line here. Well, my reputation. <laughs> um, going forward, when we see refreshes of these cars, that is start. That's going to start going away. So S and X will will lose that eventually in due time. So this is you know Cybertruck doesn't have any chrome trim on it either, right? So yeah, this is just the first indication of uh, uh, of what's going on. So yeah, it's not a chrome delete. Okay, it's called black trim. Um, the other one too. Did you have any experience? Did you did you play with with the HVAC system at all? Because obviously the big thing going on with Model Y is that it has a heat pump now instead mm -hmm. of a resistive heater for cabin heating. I already did a video on explaining on something that I discovered about that. But did you have a chance to to try it? I know in California it's not something you normally probably try. But... Yeah, today I had to actually blow the AC because it was so hot. Um, really? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so haven't haven't tested that out yet. Um, but you know, if you have access, if you have access to again, um, I think a lot of people are very very curious about that feature alone. E even if you have to tough out a little hot air, be oh, curious yeah. to see how long it you takes. know the, the noises it makes from the outside of the vehicle, mm. and second of all, how how fast does it heat up? 
Yeah. Right? And of course, okay. bring it to Canada in the cold in the winter and then try it again. <laughs> That's the test. That's the $64,000 yes. question. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, we've seen pictures, I think, from the owner or another owner. Mm -hmm. um, they've taken the cover off underneath the front and the 12-volt system is still there. So it yep. still has a 12-volt battery, so nothing's changed on there. I'm going to surmise here, well, there's two things. You know, people have been talking online because Elon said a whole bunch of stuff before the Model Y went into production. One of them was that, the, well, we're thinking about getting rid of the 12-volt system. doesn't make any sense. Well, obviously, they haven't done that. Uh, timing, right? I mean, literally, the car started deliveries a year after they introduced the first prototype. So they fast-tracked this car. Second one is this talk about the new wiring harness. Now, I don't know if you want to do this or not, but I would surmise you pull the panel off on the kick plate on the driver's side and, and see if you see any regular wires or big wiring harnesses with multiple wires. Mm. In it again. I'd be curious okay. to find out if they made any changes with that. I'm going yeah. to say that they haven't gotten around to that yet, unless they only did it for the high-voltage system. Mm, true. Maybe. That would be the first thing I would do. It's just yeah. pull off a panel and just look. And look at the wiring harness somewhere and just figure it out. Right? And that's the kind of guy car? I am. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, here's twenty bucks. Go get a hamburger. I'll be right back. <laughs> just pull panels off the car. <laughs> oh gosh. So, thoughts, Raj? You like the car? I like the car. I think that. Um, I think it's definitely a step. I love the three. I still love the three. And I think that the the Y is just, it, you know, it just fits a different demographic of individuals. I know the Y is not going to be for everyone um, because it does feel a little bit hardier. It does feel a little heftier. Um, I actually got a chance to to drive it today, um, and you can you can feel that it's uh, it's pulling a little bit, and you do feel a little bit bigger. I don't feel like I want to go like whipping around corners in the Y. I actually feel like I want to drive like a civilized individual. Whereas the three, you know, I'm just like waiting for someone to test me before I, you know, step on the, the accelerator and just, you know, whirl around them. So um, I, I love the three. I think with uh, just thinking about, you know, in my situation, like an expanded family and just like the space and whatnot, um, I see the benefits of having of having a Y. It's like best of best of both worlds. So are you willing to spill the beans because you put your three up for sale? <laughs> I did put my three up for sale. Um, so does that mean you did? Is there is there is there a Y heard. in your future? <laughs> um, if I sell my three, there is a Y in the future. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, definitely. I, I won't. Anyone who has a Tesla knows this. You can't. You can't go back. You you can't leave. You, it's it's the drug, man. I just I gotta have it. Yeah. It's like so, it's like Hotel California. You can check out any time you like. Yeah. And but you can here's the funny leave. thing. This is the, the funniest part of this story is that initially did not come from me. So I put out the video. My wife knew that I, you know, went running to do this video and Arash and I came back to the house or soaked, drenched, wet. And oh, how did it go? And, and in fact, this was the first time my wife was like, you go out there and you make that video and you make sure you get everything. And I was like, nice. Who, who are you right now? Are you <laughs> who sure are you? The, the same who stole woman? my wife. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love this lady. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, so I was like, all right, cool. You know, let's, let's, let's go and do this. And so uh, when I came back, she's like, oh, so how's it doing? And I was like, oh, it's doing really well. She's like, oh, let me see it. Wow, you, you want to watch one of my videos in, in, in its entirety from beginning to end? Okay, yeah. it's 14 minutes long, just warning you. So she watched in the family room, and she looks at me, and she goes, all right, if it makes sense financially, 
do it. You can go ahead and do it. And I was Whoa. like, holy Sweet. shit. <laughs> because I had told myself that, you know, for for where we are, for where we are, and just looking at the price difference and about estimating how much extra it would cost me to go Y, I was like, um, eh, I don't know if it's worth it for us at this time. Um, but after she said that, I was like, get out of my way. Let me try. <laughs> I'm going to order one right now. Yeah, that was the only thing she said. No, wait till you sell it and then order it. So there might be okay. some some downtime. Sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's why it's up. Um, I think some of the I've been getting a lot of slack for it, though. Um, well, you know, and what he's talking about is price shaming, which is yeah. common in the Tesla world because everybody says, what are you selling it that for? I could buy a new one for X amount. Yeah, but right. this car has X, Y, Z on it and, the, you know, a bunch of stuff, right? Yeah, um, it's, there's there's a few of those things. That. And I, I think like, you know, when you look at KBB, um, KBB doesn't account for uh, full self-driving. So you have to understand what that is and how much that's worth. Yeah. So some people are like, well, none of those features are available. Well, yeah, they're not. But when it comes available, you will have that. You don't have to spend a dime more, right? This has the full self-driving in there. Of course. You know, some people will appreciate some of these things. And I get it. Other people are like, your accessory means nothing to me. Yeah, Fine. some people okay. see those things as sunk costs, right? So. Yeah, you know, like I, I love the automatic trunk. I'm actually waiting for that company to make the foot sensor for the Y as they're already looking into it because I think it'd be fairly easy oh, just you know like what? I can't even believe we'd even talk about that because the Model Y has a power lift gate in the back. That it does. not a big deal because mm-hmm. a lot of SUVs have it. It's just nice to see that Tesla's implemented on this kind of car because, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people looked at the Model 3 and like, well, why didn't they do that? Well, like, well how many sedans you know in the market in this price range actually have that? None. No. Um, That's pretty I mean, rare. I, I, have, also, I'm also, I have the power trunk. I was going to say, I'm also the belief that it's overrated. The, I, the car doesn't need it, but when you well, do have it, no, it's I, nice well, I get it. But that's but that goes for anything. Like, uh, this car didn't need two covers. I have that. Oh, this car didn't need new carpets, but I have... Like, I, every upgrade you do, like, your car doesn't need tinted windows, but if you tint it, yeah, it's a nice feature to have. Oh, yeah. Um, but I I think what, what some, for some people, they see Tesla cars as they are out of the factory as an expensive car and then there are certain people who i shall not name mark benton who <laughs> go who seem to go we through and we do we, love we do mark. we do we, we 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 kid because we love um but there are a lot of people who who get a tesla and they make it their own they really make the car extremely unique right the vin is not the only unique thing about that car so when they do that and then they decide, oh, I'm going to upgrade, I have to move, whatever the reasons are they want to sell it, they're going to sell it. And then all of a sudden, now comes the people who are being negative Nancys going, well, it's not worth that much. Why is the whole thing? Who's going to want to buy all those features? It takes one person to buy that car to be like, there's the demand. It's just all you need is one. You just need one person to say, yes, I agree to the price. Right. Um, and I know they sell. They have incredible resale value, right? Like We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm someone who, if I see a car with those listings my inclination and mine alone is I would not be inclined to want to get that because then I'm locked into the car has those things. Like if I, if somebody took a model three and installed uh, a pneumatic lift in the back so that it powers open, I prefer taking that off and putting the OEMs back on because I like to be able to shut my lid so that it's, it's unlocked, but not fully open. So if I'm going in and out of the house multiple times, my trunk's just not always flung open. People can see that I'm loading stuff in my trunk. So there's different, different Mm -hmm. strokes for different folks. Um, 
So with that in mind, Raj, best of luck. I hope you get your 50000 I hope it sells extremely well. Go to the forums. Check it out if you want more details on is, the car. This car is listed on the forum. So by the way, if you, I'll, I'll yeah. put it in the link. Um, so if you guys want to check it out. Um, It'll be down there in the, the Bay Area. I mean, here's the man. I mean, he's got a nice car. And or Raj is very picky. in the Bay Area and you can transport him. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> it's worth mentioning that Raj is very, very particular about his car. So yes. it's in really, really good shape. So It is. It is. It has, a, it has a new PPR. tire on it. It has a new tire on it. That it does. <laughs> and he has hardware uh, three. It's been installed, so it's ready yes, to go. Mm-hmm. That is true. You can see trash and cans. You know and what, though? I also lights. say there's an emotional connection to our cars. So I would imagine for <sighs> any owner who has to sell it, it's a hard decision to come to to have to sell the car. Even if you're, you know, you're upgrading to, uh, you know, like if you're going from like a 2014 Model S to maybe like a 2020 Model S, like, yeah, if that's your first Tesla or maybe your first electric car, it's hard to part with that. It's hard to just be like, okay, I'm ready to let go of this because really yeah. you just, you don't forget that. Like Raj said, once oh, you're yeah. in, you're in for life, man. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I love my toys. I spent five and a half hours cleaning my car today. Just it. Were yeah. you using a toothbrush? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Mm. You want to do mine okay. next? <laughs> Took my wheels <laughs> off, washed all the wheel wells. Oh yeah, it's all good. It's all good. You want to you want to fly uh, Mike Bodner to uh, Canada and have him wash your car? <laughs> and yeah, I, I think we need yeah Mike and Zach up here to uh, to decrustify my car. <laughs> it's, uh, Hell, I I yeah. live here and my car will never look that good. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, just just, no, just the... go ahead, Rush. No, no, I, I, I was, yeah, the, you know, the amount of time that you take to like clean your car, like I'm inside my garage, I got my music going. It's just like, for me, it's a very like, other than like my back wanting to break after. Oh, uh, it's just I laid down for a good relaxing. long nap after I was done. Mm-hmm. It beat the crap out of me. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know, it's great. Our significant others would tell us you spend so much time making your car look good. Look at you. <laughs> what, are you, what, are, what are you doing? Yes. yes can you exactly. comb your hair? Can you shave? We're going to a wedding. Can you please put your take your pajamas off? Let's go. Let's get let's get out of here. No, but get Eric, up in the... like, but to what you were saying about like the car connection, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, it's yeah. if, if it was up to me, I'd I'd have the three and I'd buy a Y. Like, absolutely, yeah. I wouldn't want to get rid of anything. But you know, so, it's just circum- yeah. So, so which Y are you considering? Uh, all-wheel drive. So, all-wheel, and the drive. reason why is I always look back at when I bought the three, if mm-hmm. I had waited a year, I would have gotten performance um, yeah. because for the same price, you can get performance. Of course. Uh, for the, but I also look at it as once you've given 300 miles, you can't go less. So no, now I, I, I won't go performance just because I just, I like the add-ons. I don't really care for that speed. Like, for mm-hmm. me, it's fast enough the, as is. The, and the so all-wheel the all-wheel drive, drive is so perfect. close in performance anyways. Yeah. yeah. And are they going to offer the $2,000 performance boost on the all-wheel drive Y like they do on the 3? So I'll let you in on my thoughts on the performance. Please do. I thought the performance was underperforming. Really? It did not feel fast. It did mm. not feel so... I took Wade's car out, which is a performance three track mode that felt nauseatingly fast. The S obviously we know fastest car out there, nauseating fast. If you want to throw up, I did not feel like I wanted to throw up. I did not feel like my head was thrown back. I mean, it felt, I mean, I felt it, but it was, it just didn't feel. And then if you look, um, at, oh my God, Tesla, OMG Tesla, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll put his link down below. But uh, he tweeted out uh, Draggy for the new Model Y performance. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the guy whose performance Y I've been sitting in uh, and okay. filming in. And he just did that today. And the the metrics were not uh, not what they said they're supposed to be. So I definitely think it's underperforming. What what was the state of charge on the car? Do you remember? Was it lower? When I was done with it, it was at two hundred. Um, so I'm guessing by the time he got to their house, maybe like it couldn't have been less than one eighty. They weren't so twenty miles away. Fifty. Well, you're down so, yeah, fifty odd percent then. Yeah, one eighty. Like Sasha did a bunch of tests on a performance, and he yeah, says that the performance doesn't change all that much from a hundred down to about. I think he said it was seventy-five or seventy-six percent. After yeah. that, it drops considerably. You can really feel. Yeah. So yeah, if it so, was in the sixty percent range, that would tend to make a lot of sense. So here's the here's the results: um, zero to sixty, four point one six seconds. Yeah, and they're claiming uh, three point five, right? Yeah, there was a one percent slope. Um, one hundred ninety-two point five feet. Yeah, I, I would attribute that to the SOC. I think if you were in in the eighties. You know, um, that would that would be enough. And this thing is going to be sensitive to SOC because it's just that much heavier than a three. It's not going to be forgiving mm-hmm. of a lower state of charge like a three is. So got it. I, I got it right away today. Like on my EVs, how much heavier? Ones... So go ahead, Eric. I was going to say, how much heavier do you think it is? We have the numbers. Pounds, a thousand pounds. I'm looking. Ooh, at yeah, this. we have the numbers. It's. Yeah, it's right there in the manual. I just, I've been obsessing over the gross weights. I never actually yeah, had a good look at the curb weights, but um, but they're there. Owner's manual. Oh, they have it linked right on their website now. Mm-hmm. 4416. 4416, so it's about 400 pounds over an equivalent Model 3. So it's 10% heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, so work that backwards. But, I mean, three and a half... Supposed to be three and a half seconds, you know. Well, model Model Three's curb weight is as low as thirty five hundred. Yeah, that's for an SR though. Like we're comparing yeah. apples to apples, so like a performance okay. three to a performance Y, because the gotcha. performance three is just a hair over four thousand. So I think it's pretty much about a four hundred pound difference. Call it ten percent okay. more. Um. So yeah. So theoretically, three point five sounds about right because they're what three point one now. I think is the official figure with the latest power upgrades for the um, for the performance three. So well, I also wonder because you mentioned it rained a lot the, the day you were filming. If in any way the road conditions might have also factored into. Oh, that's a great point. Were, were the draggy times done in the dry or no? The wet? They were done today in the dry. Okay. 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 And what was the outside temperature like? I, I want to say anywhere between 50 and 60 Fahrenheit. Okay, so suboptimal, the battery. You know, the system's a little cool. There you go. I didn't just look that up, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Tried to be real slick on that one. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to this in audio, they wouldn't even know. That's right. <laughs> You could have uh, spoked that right by us, Raj. But yeah, I, <laughs> I think between, um, you know, if, if, if it's in the 60% range on the SOC and an and, and ambient temperature between 50 to 60 mm-hmm. Fahrenheit, I think that's your explanation right there. I think you're charged her up on a nice hot day. It would it would feel proper. 
Okay. Is it at all possible, Ian, that, uh, and maybe this goes for all of us, uh, that they could be sort of software regulating it for now until uh, until they've really had a chance to get everything out there and see how the production vehicles do? Well, is, like, just, is it possible? Sure. Could they just be restricting a little bit in terms of the power production? They could. I mean, um, but now that they've got, you know, all of the validation data from the three and it's using the mm-hmm. identical powertrain, I think they would be... You know, I got to think that they're they're letting it go as far as it can go, because if you remember when they first launched the Performance 3, that was the number. It was 3.5 seconds, and mm-hmm. we've chopped, you know, then it was down to 3.3, then 3.2, you know, so we're, we've got all that dialed in. So now if they're claiming 3.5 on a vehicle that's 400 pounds heavier, I got to think that it's pretty much unleashed. It's making the same power as the, uh, sure. as the current Performance Model 3 drivetrain is, because otherwise they'd never be able to hit that number. Well, but I also sometimes wonder if when Tesla produces those numbers, I think that's what their internal tests end up getting, that they can do that. But I don't necessarily mean that that the minute you get your car, that's what your car can do. Like we, we've seen, we've seen yeah. minor changes and fluctuations in numbers all the time. You just made a good example of the numbers gradually come down as they increase the power by 5%, so, as they do all these different changes via software updates. It, to me, it would not be surprising if it, we later find out that there's something in the code that right now for this early batch of VINs, they're sort mm-hmm. of like hampering it just a little bit. Uh, and then once they feel comfortable with the software, because the Model Y itself is a yeah. different car. I'm with you on the the actual components being like the Model 3, but you still have a different chassis. This still is a different car. Uh, so, I, again, I'm just theorizing here that I have no proof of this whatsoever, just, but just it wouldn't a, surprise me if, it be, if it's different. Just wanted to note here that uh, Brian and I, when Tesla took delivery, his performance Model Y today, and he's just reporting on Twitter here. Someone had asked him if it had track mode. He says no. He says yeah. it only has off-road track, but... mode. Yeah. To, to comment on your theory, uh, Eric, is excellent. For durability purposes, it would have made sense for them to do exactly what you're describing. Because that's okay. clearly what they did with the with the three, is you know, is that's Sandbag. why we got our power. Yeah. They they bumped the power up in stages, but they gave us honest numbers. No one had any problem hitting three point five or less. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. straight out of the box when, when the when the performance three came out. So yeah. I and, and Tesla is always famously conservative with their zero to sixty numbers. They always mm-hmm. publish a number that anybody yeah. can achieve. So here's so they, they would have sure go ahead. No, just just so for your context, uh, I was just reading a little bit more on it. There were three adults in the car. Um, and state of charge was around 60% is what the owner sang. So it was, mm-hmm. it was definitely, it was over 50%, but less than 90%. So, um, they're okay, saying, so you know, definitely not in the power band. Though. Well, and three yeah. people in the car, that's a heroic number. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you yeah. gotta be solo if you're going to hit yeah, that yeah. 3.5 number. So. Solo. Okay, no, well, yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense now. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. okay. So anybody listening, uh, don't hang your hat on that yet. <laughs> Drive it solo, <laughs> charge her right up, and uh, we'll we'll reconvene on the numbers on that one. Yeah. Sure. Cool. All right. Any other questions, guys? You can think of. How many cup holders? Four. Oh well, not counting the doors. And there Eight. should be some in the fold down portion of the the center section of the seat, right? The rear seat usually has yes. them. Yeah. So two, two up front, there. two in the back. Those are the four. Uh, standard cup holders, and then you've got you know the door pocket mm-hmm. cup holders. Right. People ask questions like that of random. Oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Does it have dome lights? Yeah, it does. Have dome lights. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, from what you from what you could tell, was the glass uh, like the old Model Three glass where it has like that uh, the rainbow effect? No, they're or not no? doing that anymore. No, no. they're not no. doing it. And see, that's no, that's right? the other thing is my three. The entire thing glows. It's the most beautiful thing ever. Oh, you got I the whole one. That's that worth an extra five grand right there, Raj. Raj, <laughs> if you that. if you ever feel bad, you can buy my car. <laughs> Yours has full rainbow, right? I does. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing. My my VIN my VIN is just under thirteen thousand. So, oh, I was right after you. I'm thirteen thousand, not mm-hmm. even, but yeah, thirteen something in there. Yeah. So, in Raj, what, 13, what color yeah. would you get? Uh, I would get white again, and I would take a page out of Trevor's book and probably go white on white. Ooh, get the white interior. Yeah, well, you guys, you guys make me, you guys make me the white sick. interior. Wife, you the white listen, interior listen. Is Let me say this. I was a big silver guy, okay? My first car was a silver car. My second car was a silver car. So I like silver cars because they don't show a whole lot of dirt. It's the mm-hmm. one thing that actually – so when I was when I was choosing a Model 3, it was between silver and white. And I remember actually doing a little poll uh, mm-hmm. online asking, should I get silver or white? The poll leaned in white. And so I ended up picking up white because of that. And I did think that the Tesla looked better in white. There is no silver now. Mm-hmm. However, the only negative to white that I will say now is that that damn thing looks dirty all the time. The really? rear of the Model 3 is the most filthiest thing ever. It, mm-hmm. yeah. it gets so disgustingly dirty. Yeah. It gets way, dirtier, way, way dirtier than my Model X ever did in the back. Yeah. There's something Midnight about the silver metallic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, the problem with the dark, and, and this is all... For everyone listening, it's all personal preference. There's no hate against anyone's colors. Yeah. Correct. You know, this is not, we're not doing car racism here. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the, the problem. Or anywhere that for I, that matter. Or anywhere. <laughs> the problem that I have with darker colors is I'm super picky, like Trevor said. I see swirls, I see scratches, mm-hmm. you know, I, and I, I just can't. There's no way to avoid them. Friends will I, let friends buy black cars. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I mean, you need to touch the car and it's got a swirl. Yeah. Every time I've seen a Model Three in silver, I'm like, oh, I regret not getting that color. It is so nice. Well, it's they're so, so rare now. Silver. Yeah. 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 I thought. I saw one with silver paint, white interior. I was like, oh, Ooh, look at that. Ken Paquette has one just yes. like that. It's beautiful. Yeah, performance. Remember, car actually, like we saw oh, one in Montreal. Remember when we picked up your yeah. car, Ian? There was one there. There was one there. Oh, I was like, oh, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you. The silver with the white interior is just mm. chef's but, kiss. Yes, yeah. that was a chef's kiss. <laughs> I don't know what a Model Y would. Would a Model Y look good in silver? I think it would. I guess somebody's got to do some Photoshop uh, kung fu on that. I, I wonder if it would look more like a minivan if it was Ooh. silver. Hmm. Someone said sure. nice duck lips to the Y. <laughs> duck lips. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, you have to look at the nose is more pronounced on it because it is yeah. higher, right? So yeah. it's, it's and it, it tends to have it, it. Yeah, the concavity of that front bumper is more pronounced. Right. So I could see mm-hmm. where they do the for the, sure. the duck lip. Oh, I will yeah. call out the um, the black the not the black trim, but the black trim around the wheels. Yeah, that's like yeah. a soft, um, almost like a soft rubber kind of uh, a texture. But um, the like yeah, a the, silicone. <sighs> Yeah, I would say so. Um, and so the owner like the, was asking about that. Have you seen that. the one on the Model X? Is it similar to the same? Because it looks the same to me as the Model X. Right? I haven't seen the one on the X. Okay. To check that out. Um, 
but the the owner was asking like oh wonder why they did that and i was like well you know i mean with this car being a little bit higher off the ground and i was like with mine if you look in those areas you're gonna see tons of like rock chips and you know things are flying it's a up pretty and, common thing a lot of small suvs they do that black trim it's, thing it's yeah. the look it's to give it this little kind of trucky wheel arch thing more utility and, look yeah exactly and to raj's point you know the stone chip things it does have an off-road mode so not that you're seriously going to be doing yep. like you know any of the jeep trails with it but uh i need to know. find someone who's uh who wants to take theirs off-roading because we'll make some epic content on that <laughs> oh i would totally I already, do I already that. checked with uh, wait till we get the cyber truck would be like hold my beer oh my <laughs> god that'll just be people I are can't wait to most... get that thing it's just gonna yeah. be so nuts yeah all my neighbors are like you're getting what and i said yeah man you watch we're gonna have some fun with this thing <laughs> mm-hmm. all right so here's a little here's a little something all right you know i gotta come with the with the so a source of mine mm. told me today there's a whole lot more coming for the truck that we have no idea about mm, that doesn't surprise me like just elon did say he, they were gonna have store. some sick accessories is really? that what you're talking about? Uh, he did not say accessories. He said capabilities and features. Yeah, okay. That doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah. typical Tesla, right? We show you a prototype, but what we deliver will always be better. Exceed, yeah. Exceed. Nuts. Yeah. Oh. God damn those guys at Tesla. <laughs> damn you! Take my money! Shut up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. I Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Daddy one. needs his money for the Cybertruck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well also also the other thing reason why i did the why is it's just a little bit more practical the cybertruck's not going to fit in my garage as of yeah, right now problem, and yeah. my wife keeps looking at me and going you're not buying the cybertruck and i'm like when i log into my tesla account sure looks like i'm buying it <laughs> <laughs> exactly we all got caught up in that. except yeah, for ian like, he was no, actually restrained he didn't order one yeah. we were in line and i'm like uh, oh. done it done it yeah no, good. no, good no, I, I, no, I, I resisted and I absolutely adore it. It's just, I have zero use case for it right now, but I'm, I'm I will state for the record. I am buying one. It's just, it's going to be in eight to 10 years when retirement comes. It's just, it's not now, yeah. but uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to run that thing all over hell's half acres, man. We're going to get that in a trailer and we're gone, baby. We're gone. It's just like Jerry Seinfeld. Do you want the insurance on this thing? He's like, oh yes, because I'm going to beat the hell out of this thing. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah all right well i guess uh i can't think of anything else i mean um i want to say thanks for coming on and letting us know about absolutely you know, the interior details and um you know we we're looking forward to some of the other stuff that you're going to come out with if there's anything else that you're going to be revealing the videos well looking forward to it yeah parents stay tuned if you're a parent stay tuned oh, if you're cool. very good a tall person stay tuned awesome <laughs> all right love yeah. the hits there, All there right, was Raj. a few questions on Trevor. Uh, Trevor, there was um, on your Twitter oh, feed. Yeah, we did get a few questions there. We did. Uh, do we okay, wanna... let's go back and take. I'm taking a look right now. Let me just refresh real quick. Yeah. Let's get to these questions. Um, someone was commenting. Well, John was commenting. Nice sweater there, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> you were representing. <laughs> Got to man. Um, Those guys were uh, Silicon Valley owner club members. Yeah, loved loved John. Okay. Um, let me see here. Someone only, saying, in, only in Northern California can you wear a sweater at this time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, for me, I'm I'm wearing shorts right now, and I'm not even on camera. I I don't even have pants on. <laughs> People wear pants in California. Sometimes <laughs> I didn't think so. Uh, let's see. Someone was asking here. George was asking. No, Manny. 
Mm. Does the Model Y have roof rack rails? Any load capacity so I can mount the roof rack? Did you see any evidence of that? I was looking in the manual here real quick. And I could have sworn I saw something to that effect. I mean, it's it's got to yeah. be there. There's no way that you make a sports utility vehicle and it's not there. Yeah. No, that would well, be insane. Yeah, the Model Three have it. Well, listen, you're are you are you getting access to the car again? Let's just say, I mean, I can, and okay, I will have here, a lot of here, access you, to vehicles. Even if you don't have access to it, just just ask the 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 owner. Yeah. Look at the glass. You you know where the arrows are in the glass that yep. point out yep. where the mount points are. Just well, ask I, I can answer I can answer this question. Ooh, you can answer yes. Please. Yep. Answer is yes. Uh, there was um, there was a uh, during a prototype phase. Uh, oh, I think it was on. There was one on. It was I think it was in Sunnyvale. I want to say it was in Sunnyvale, um, uh, near San Francisco, like in the southern part of San Francisco. Uh, there was one on the road, and it had a roof rack. Yeah, it. somebody had, it had tweeted one. out or Instagrammed a picture on that, it seemed to me. I'm looking at yeah. the 3D of the Tesla webpage. Here, I'll bring it up. You guys can't see it here, but I'll show people. Uh, this graphic, right? Oh, son of a gun, where did it go? It just disappeared <laughs> on me. It just went away. The one where they show you the body in white? Mm -hmm. Ah, here it is, right here. Rigid structure. Uh, if you zoom in on the roof, and you know anything about where the rails are, or where the tabs are on the Model Three, the, the Model Y has them right here. So yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that answers. Yeah, if you can, if you can do it on the Model Three, you can do it. Certainly do it on yeah, the Model it, y. it doesn't make sense for them not to do that. So yeah. uh, let's see here. Philippe asks, uh, "I'm six foot three. I usually stay away from sedans due to poor visibility. What are your impressions of the Model Y regarding visibility and comfort level for tall people?" So well, he did. Um, Raj did say, "Stay tuned." Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, I would say. Um, if you're six three, you're you're you'll be perfectly fine in the model in the Model Y. Um, the rear visibility in the Model Y is a little bit of a challenge. Um, <clears throat> the way that glass uh, comes down is it's 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 very small. It's like a small ovular that's kind of like angled yeah. like this. So it's very weird when you look out of it. I mean, I'm only going to see you if you're like a truck the or an SUV. Lex was the same way. It was horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like if you're a smaller car that's lower to the ground, I would be surprised if you could see a three behind it. Um, so if you're a smaller car and you're right behind, I, I think it's going to be a little bit hard to see. That's why you've got that rear cam. Mm. Problem is, is when you pull up the rear cam, you lose oh, sight to anything else. Yeah. 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 So, um, but as far as size and fitment for yourself, uh, I, and the other thing that I did feel also too was like looking in my blind spots. Um, however, you know, I think I don't remember if Elon addressed this as far as getting camera access when you signal. Um, but that would be super helpful there. If, you know, yeah. hey, I'm just making a, a, you know, changing lanes, just bring up the camera real quick. Uh, I think that'll be great. I think so. someone had asked Elon about that on Twitter some weeks ago and he said that they were going to do something like that. So, yeah. So if that comes in, that solves your problem there. Yeah. Rear, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're, going in reverse you'll be able to see it um, but aside as far as fitting the vehicle for yourself the y is going to be your best option other cool. than that and then get it or get an x and right. pay double let's see here what other questions we have that's relevant not too many you know it's partly my fault because i didn't put out a tweet asking for the normal questions that we did today because we weren't too sure what we were going to do as far as news or how much time we were actually going to spend on the model y so we do appreciate we, a lot you guys of questions, sending we did have a lot of questions on tuesday though yeah, we d we did a lot of good questions there. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, so I think we've I covered to, most of that. Well, yeah, go ahead, Eric. I do. Right. I do want to take a moment of freedom here, uh, of personal preference. Uh, when this show goes live, 
with YouTube on Friday, oh. March 20th of 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, our lovely host is officially 50 years old. Give it up for our wonderful <laughs> Happy birthday, good sir. I do want to say that um, I had the pleasure of meeting Trevor at the Cars and Coffee event in Evanex a couple of years ago. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned the story of February at some point in our podcast or some event somewhere. Uh, Beverly is as kind-hearted of her time and of her intelligence as there is I've ever met. And I spoke with her for about 30 minutes, and I thought when we were done, I was going to end up having to marry her. Um, but it, it got me even ever closer to meeting Trevor. And then ever since then, the bond, the friendship, the camaraderie, I am so grateful that you were in my life. I remember, um, uh, every, every milestone step of my purchase experience with Tesla, Trevor was always there. He was one of the first to call me when I got my order in. Uh, he called me on my delivery day. Um, you know, he certainly couldn't film it like he did with Michael and others, but I tell you what, he is by and large one of the kindest, most uh, generous persons you will ever meet. Uh, so I am so thankful I get to be a part of this experience with you and all of our friends. Uh, I hope your birthday is amazing, outstanding. I know right now the conditions in which you're celebrating it is not great, but I am very appreciative that we had a chance to celebrate you when you were down here in February. I appreciate uh, so ho- that. Ho- hopefully that is something to commemorate and take with you on your special day. So again, if you're listening to the show on Friday, March 20th, 2020, Trevor is now halfway to 100. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> okay, see you later. I, don't <laughs> I appreciate that, Eric. Thank you very much. Yeah, despite uh, we were going to have a dinner party and everything tomorrow night, uh, but obviously that's not happening considering. But uh, knowing my wife, um, she'll make up for it. She'll, There'll be uh, treats. We, we're, we'll we're we'll doing, see photos of it. We're doing, we're doing dinner and some other stuff. Uh, so we're going to – it'll be a stay-home birthday. I was going to say, and for those who are watching on YouTube, I'm 42, he's 50. Just look at the difference. He could be my dad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Eric has good jeans. He has good jeans. Thank you, Eric. That was very kind of they're, you. They're Levi's. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up here in an hour and 20 minutes. Raj, since you're our guest, you get to go uh, first and plug whatever the hell you want, buddy. Yeah, just uh, plain and simple and easy. Follow me on YouTube. Tesla Raj. It's youtube.com slash Tesla Raj, R-A-J. That's right. And links will be in the video and the podcast description so you can check out his channel and his, uh, his videos and all that fun stuff. So make sure you go and subscribe. He's a great guy. All right, Ian, you're next. Whatever you want to plug, how can people find you? Well, um, on Twitter, at Ian Pavelico is the place to find me. And you can also find my uh, Evolvewear line of t-shirts at uh, teespring.com. There's a couple of new designs coming out. I will be alluding to those hopefully shortly if I get some time. It's been a little crazy um, trying to juggle things from home with work and so on. But I promise to get to that stuff in the next week or so. We'll let you know when that drops. Um, On the Tesla Owners Online Forum... If there's anything I can help you with, any technical questions, specifically wheels and tires and so on. And we're getting a ton of questions about Model Y wheels and tires. So if you follow my Twitter feed and go to the Tesla Owners Online Forum, happy to continue to help people out with those questions. And last but not least, tomorrow, um, I know we're all doing social distancing and we're not supposed to get too close, but I am going to be at Tesla Montreal for finally, 
my hardware three. Oh, congrats. So I'm going to, yes, I'm going to be down there at the store at Tesla Montreal tomorrow from 11 to well, whoever, however long it takes to do that. And so if you happen to be by there or you're in the area and you want to Come stand six feet away, us. exactly. <laughs> we can, we can wave from across the showroom at each other and yell questions and answers and have a good time. You know, now, Ian, are you going to wait there while they install it? Yeah, more than likely. I just love hanging out there. You know, it reminds yeah. me of the good old days when we camped out for mm. uh, for the love fest there to reserve the car. You yeah, know, I just dig the place. Fun. Yeah, you're you're gonna like the hardware three computer. It's smooth as silk. I was going through an area today where there was, you know, hundreds of traffic cones, and it was like sixty frames a second. It's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, so, and yeah, no, I can't, too, so. can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, awesome. And your reverse camera. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, you'll like that. It's it's nice. All right. Last but not least is Mr. Eric Camacho. Where can people find you, buddy? You guys can find me on uh, Twitter at the handle ECFIX. That is E-C-F-I-X. I appreciate all of the comments, questions, positive, negatives matter. And please like us, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Give us some comments there. Uh, we like getting your feedback, especially Trevor, who, when he finds himself bored and nutmeg decides he wants none of his pets for today, he reads <laughs> iTunes comments. So go there. <laughs> True that. All right. There you go. All right. Well, I guess that leaves me. Well, you can find me very active on social media. The handle is Tesla Owners Online. Check out the form, teslaownersonline.com, and make sure you subscribe to our channel. And, um, yeah, thanks for watching and listening, and I appreciate that you give us some time for us to jabber on for uh, an hour and 25 minutes, but uh, we know your time is valuable. <laughs> but we appreciate all of you. Anyways, that's it for tonight, and we will catch you next time. We'll have some more guests. Thanks for watching and listening, guys. We'll see you later. Bonsoir tout le monde. Balls to the wall. What? <laughs> I think you nice just said try, that. Raj. <laughs>